Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to my three takeaways episode from the Will Morad interview that I posted this past Monday, but that I did about a month ago at the live event back at Yeehaw. I appreciate all of you guys who showed up to that event. I've had about 65 people there. It was a ton of fun. Uh, stay tuned for the next one, hopefully to be announced here pretty soon. Um, but I hope you guys really loved Will Morad's interview. I thought he was so genuine and so authentic up there on stage. And when it's a live audience, it makes it a whole different dynamic for both me and for the guests because whatever you say is out there and there's no chance of editing. Even though I don't really edit too much out of what people say during the interviews, it still adds a different element, a different element of maybe nervousness and maybe restraint on what you might say. But he was super open and that's what a lot of people gave me feedback on. Everybody was like, he just seemed so chill and he said what he truly felt up there, which I thought was awesome. Um, So I really loved having Will on and having him share his message. I think it's super cool. He's had a great story having... Um, you know, had a great burst onto the CrossFit scene back in 2014, but then having that kidney failure and having been misdiagnosed with IgA nephropathy, but then still having coming back. And I know he's just on the rise right now in his CrossFit career, having placed 10th this past summer. And I know he's going to be back at it next summer as well. All right, guys, but for now, let's get right into my three takeaways. Number one is push past failure. I think a lot of us don't even really necessarily know what that feels like or know what that means. But for me, the only way I can relate it to is fitness just like Will because there are just times when you're working out, especially when you're around other people, whether you're with your team or with a group class or something, where you really push yourself to that extreme limit to the point where you really don't think you can keep going, but because the energy of everybody else kind of keeps you going. And Will's able to do that kind of by himself in order to train for the CrossFit Games because there's so many times that we convince ourselves that we're not capable of something that we are really capable of because we've kind of hit this wall. We've hit this boundary where we've never really passed. And because we've never passed it before, we hold ourselves back from passing it this time. But we've got to find a way to break that barrier to convince ourselves that we are capable of it. Or maybe we don't even have to convince ourselves that we are, but we have to be willing to try and willing to go that extra, go that little extra time or extra rep or whatever it is to see what we're truly capable of. Because only then if we actually push past that failure, are we able to see what we're truly capable of? And are we able to push past our limits and, and, and see what we can really make happen in the world? Takeaway number two is the difference of training versus exercising. I really loved how he distinguished this during the interview and I asked him, what is the biggest difference from people who constantly show up on the top of the leaderboard, who are always there compared to everybody else who's kind of not, who are who are always competing because CrossFit athletes, all of them really work really hard. All of them, to a certain extent, know how to push past that failure and know how to break their own barriers. But it's like, what separates the people who are consistently out the top, consistently ranking, consistently showing up to the games from everybody else? And he was like, it's it's their health and the way that you maximize and the way that you are always as healthy as you possibly can be is to make sure that you're training and not exercising. And the difference there is the level of intentionality that you place on your exercising, on your nutrition, and on your sleep. He talks about how when he's training and like really dialed in, he knows exactly what he's eating, when he's eating, he knows 
exactly how much rest he needs to get. He gets about that the 10 hours of sleep. If you heard, I joked with him a decent amount about that, but he really needs that 10 hours of sleep because he knows that's what's going to keep him healthy, let his body, re- body recover so that he can maximally perform in his next workout. And when he's working out, he's not just doing exercises. He's not just throwing volume, 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 but he's being very intentional about the exercises that he's doing. If he feels maybe a little tweak somewhere in his body and maybe a slight injury, then he'll hold himself back. So the people who separate themselves and are always the best of the best are as healthy as they possibly can be the most frequent amount of time because they're super intentional about their training, all aspects of it, health, exercise, and nutrition. Takeaway number three is that self-awareness is key. I think it's key in all aspects of life, but especially for him in terms of his training and knowing his body. I think that he really talked about this a lot when he talked about how he was had a third place finish and then he was like, okay, I need to fine tune some things here because when you place third, it's like, okay, I'm doing really well, but what are some things I can do? What adjustments can I make in order to place higher? And then the next time he finished second, it's like, okay, I'm doing some things well. I really just need to work on execution. And then when he placed first, he's like, okay, this is working. This is what I need to continue to do. And the way that, the reason that is self-awareness is because you are very aware of the things that you're doing leading up to produce the results that you have and you're very aware of the things that you're doing during the actual competition to give you those particular results and because you're aware of those things then you know what you should repeat and you should know what you need to adjust and what you need to pivot on but it's about being mindful the entire time and he's always mindful when he's doing certain exercises too he was like you know I can manage my energy output sometimes if I'm doing squats I can make sure maybe I'm sitting back a little bit more to work a little bit more hamstrings or glutes sometimes I can do some reps moving forward to have a little bit more quad focus and it's just those small things that those small self-awarenesses that will separate people um, who are at the top from people who are not consistently showing up to the games or not consistently showing up as their best version of themselves at the games. So again, guys, my three takeaways. Number one, push past failure. Don't convince yourself that you're not capable of something that you're truly capable of and see what your truly true potential is by breaking down that barrier. Number two is the difference of training versus exercising. It's the level of intentionality that you place on the exercise, on nutrition, and on your sleep. And number three is self-awareness is key. Make sure that you know what produces the results that you get so that you know what to repeat and you know what to make adjustments on. Hope you guys really loved these three takeaways. Hope you loved Will Morad's interview. Make sure you follow him at Will Morad, W-I-L-L-M-O-O-R-A-D on Instagram. He's got some great stuff going on. And I know he's only going to be moving up in the CrossFit uh, and the CrossFit sphere from here on out. So make sure you stay tuned for him. Um, and if you like this episode, make sure you leave a quick review on the Apple Podcast app. Let me know what you thought. Let me, maybe let me know what your favorite takeaway is, what you're going to start taking action on so that you can get a little bit closer and closer to your best you. 